there, family. What's up? I didn't see you there. What's going on, family? Family, and welcome back to another edition of the Crenshaw Corner. Yes. I am your host, Sanchez Crenshaw, and as always, I am joined by the absolute best part of my day. That's me. Mm-hmm. The apple of my eye. I am. The wind beneath my wings. You getting better. That was a sore. You that like was a, it? That was a, like my bird was soaring. It was a sore, but it was more like the bird got shot and it's still it's still healing up. So it was a sore, but I don't know if it was the time the the one you were thinking of. No, I felt good. So good. Okay, cool, cool, cool. We'll go with that. We'll go with like that. Like that. It was really good. I think you don't even give me credit for the way that no, I, I, I give do a bird. You, no, I do because initially you were a dying chicken. Now you're a broke leg pigeon. You're getting better and closer to birds that actually regularly fly. Yeah, I'm not liking you the way I thought I would. But go ahead, carry on. Do your well, thing. Well, that's been that's been our that's been our mo all day. That's no, been our mo all yeah, day. Yeah, we we've had a hot, we we've had, it's been interesting. It's been day. An interesting it's day. Been Me interesting. and him really been having some problems today. But you know what though, mm-hmm. you are still the rib that completes me. He's completed, people. The star with a crack rib, but he is complete. Because wow. you're abusive. No, I'm not abusive. I'm telling. I'm calling them people. I'm doing call, a well. I'm doing a wellness check on myself. Call whoever you want to call. I'm just saying. Just do your thing. Do your thing. The star to my Michael. Come on, sir. Come on, dog. This is simple. The star to my Michael is simple. Well, I know it's not Michael Jackson. Why would it be Michael? I don't Jackson? know who the heck is star. Come on. Okay. I, it's the '80s. Mm-mm. Come on, man, it's simple. Don't invite a vampire into your home, you silly boy. No. Come on. The, the Michael J. Fox? Michael, why would it be Michael J. Fox? I don't know. You said Michael, so... They're you, on the beach. Okay. Keith Sutherland. Okay, so first of all, you said Michael, and then you said beach. But no, that's 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 um the campsite, because I was thinking of, you know... Michael vampires? Myers. No. But the Lost man. Boys, man. No one knows that. I, Apparently, people know that man. No one knows that. First of all, I've never even watched. Though I don't even know what that is. The, oh man, you are so. I, every time you just, I feel like, oh, it's just. Are you human? Yes, I am very much human. But who is the Lost Boys? The Lost Boys, man, it's Keith Sutherland. It was a group of of, of vampires. They lived in a cave See, where on a beach. You went wrong is you said vampires. Do I watch that type of stuff? But it was I a it was a romantic love story. If, if it was a vampire in it, I wasn't watching that, baby. Why would I watch a vampire? And why would the I watch Corys, a vampire love somebody? Corey Fe- Corey Helms and Corey Feldman, the two Corys. So you think this they is out helpful? hunting vampires together because they brothers? N- like the Hardy Brothers? I'm not talking to you anymore. Please I'm tell the family you. I'm not, your name. I'm so serious right I'm now. I'm not doing this. Okay. I'm not doing What's this. What's going on, family? What tell is the family going your on, name. guys? I am Angela Crenshaw, guys. What is going on? Family, that is my back. wife. I am your wife, but we're going back to that. I feel like I okay. feel like I feel like you're a time traveler. I feel like you just got plopped here. So you telling me time, everybody you, watching? Okay. Let's put it to you like this. And family, um, we'll, we have company today. Yeah, we and have. And so we'll introduce yes, them shortly. Yes, but wait a um, minute. But so that means um, 100% of the room, 75% of the room knew what I was talking about. Because y'all corny. Wow. So what you're going to do is you're going to insult the guests before we even talk to the well, guests. Well, two things. The guests That's is guests. Crazy. And the guests been family for several years. They know. That's they know crazy. how I feel. No. Family, I'm going to go ahead and finish off this housekeeping. Finish it up. Did I introduce myself? You did. I did say my name. 
You want to say it again to make yourself feel better? No, I did say it. Go ahead. You remember now? I remember. Go ahead. Say what you're saying. New family members, welcome. Hi, guys. Thank you for listening. However you're listening, Hi. whether it's on iTunes, whether it's Podbean, whether it's Spotify, whether it's Google Podcasts, whether it's Amazon Music, whether it's iHeartRadio, on our own personal website at www.thecrenshawcorner.com. We welcome you. What about our other thing? And family also, we right. can be found. Because it's eight, because I count now. So on the tubes of you. Yes. If you go to Al Gore's internet. Yes. And you simply search YouTube. <laughs> and then when you're there, you search the Crenshaw Corner. We are there. We is there. We is there, guys. We, we are there. there. So while we you're so there. Excited. But do me a favor. When you go. Tell them, baby. Make sure you share. First of all, watch a video while you're there. Right. Watch, watch a Do video. that first. Watch yeah, one. Watch one. Watch more than two minutes of it, if you don't mind, yeah. please. It helps me on the algorithm. <laughs> you know what? I was I'm starting to learn about the algorithm. Listen, I was about to say, we didn't say that before. No, we didn't. I right. just threw that in. That's good. We need to tell people. I know. Go, go for That's it. That's why I was telling them, because okay. we need to tell you them. You're right. Tell the people. Go ahead, finish. So like, share, mm-hmm. watch the video, mm-hmm. share the video, mm-hmm. comment on the video, mm-hmm. like the video. Yes. And then when you're done watching the video, there's this little bell, a notification bell. Ping. Click that notification like bell that. to be notified. <laughs> to be notified. Ping. Is it ping though? It's not ping. What does it say? Um, it's a bell. It actually goes ding. I feel ping. I like ping. Let's go with that. Let's go ping. with that. Mm-hmm. Ping. Family, I don't know what's going. On. <laughs> Family, I think she's been drinking. I'm gonna just... check her alcohol no, blood level. I think she because she's been acting funny all day. Family, she's been acting from real funny. I have not been acting funny. You've been a little tense. You ain't took your medication because you've you you been that? a little tense today. We got family in the room. Tense. Wow. They For our returning us. family members. <laughs> What's going on, Returners? Welcome back. Hi, guys. We love you. We appreciate you. We, we thank you do. for being here. We do. So our returning family members, keep listening. Yes. Keep yes, being yes. a part. Yes. Keep thank reaching you. out to us on the socials. Yes. Because we are interactive podcast, mm-hmm. which means we can be found on the socials. We're on yes. Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on you, you can say Instagram, you, you can, Twitter, Facebook. There mm-hmm. we go. See, what happened was, had I do what I don't normally do, do, all under Crenshaw like Corner. Insta, don't do that. You said talking over you. You said talking over you. Don't do that. You'd have knew what the next thing to say. Don't do that. <clears throat> See, all under Crenshaw all. Corner. We are. We are. We are. We are. We are. We are. And of course, you can email us at any time at thecrenshawcorner@gmail.com. <laughs> yeah. Once again, thecrenshawcorner@gmail.com. Yeah. And as always, welcome to the cookout. Make sure you bring some aluminum foil mm-hmm. so you can wet bag. Take some with you. So you can take something Crenshaw with Nugget, you. a gym or whatever something, the case is. a different is. perspective. Something. But thanks again, family. We love you guys so much. Seriously. Family, I'm excited. So much. I'm excited. So family, understand that mm-hmm. we made the statement that we have guests in the room. Yeah. However, my wife cleared it up for me. Yeah. Um, they are actually family They're as like well. family. Yeah. Um, we have known these wonderful people for quite some, some quite, quite some, some time. time. Yes. Quite a long Learn time. Learn so much. Learn so much <laughs> from them. Um, Learn what to eat and what not to yeah. eat. Mm-hmm. Where so to family. go and where not to go. Nah, you go everywhere. You go everywhere. You go everywhere. <laughs> so family, you have to understand. And if you live long enough, you understand that there are certain people that God puts in your life. Yeah. And he puts them there for a reason. Yeah. Because you understand there's certain people that are there for a season. Yeah. And there's certain people that are there for the long haul. Yeah. That you know no matter what. Yeah. You can always turn to. You can always depend on. You know where they'll always Absolutely. be in your life. Absolutely. That's the couple that we're talking yeah. to today. Yeah. Where we know that whether it's 10 years from now or 30 years from now, mm-hmm. they're going to be in our lives. Yeah. We're going to be in their lives. Yeah. My wife is going to be threatening them because that's what she does. I don't threaten. And then. Mm. 
the, the wife of the couple will be threatening me because that's what she does. Yeah, I'm, I'm, say, a little, cause, cause I'm a little afraid of her. Because the threatener really is on the other yeah, side. I'm a little afraid of her. <laughs> so, family, without further ado, we're going to allow them to introduce themselves and then we're going to have some conversations. We're gonna so, we're going to start with the gentleman of the group. Yes. Take it away, sir. Oh, I'm Chad Shuckman. <laughs> <laughs> the gentleman of the group. The, the gentleman, gentleman of the group. group. <laughs> New title. Yeah. It's nice. It's nice. It's nice. It's nice. A nice title. Yes. Well, I I was told I need to introduce myself. So Mm. I grew up in Iowa. I come from a long line of uh, Iowa farmers and then went to high school in Michigan and then joined the Navy right after that. Wow. Wow. Spent some time in the Navy as a Navy chief petty officer on submarines. And then while I was on one of my tours of duties in uh, South Carolina, Mm -hmm. uh, this beautiful lady to the left of mine came, Mm. uh, Mm. came down into Charleston and we met there. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about that for a little bit too. Yeah. I'm the beautiful lady to his love. Can you introduce yourself, please? Hello, beautiful lady. Hi. Hi, I'm friend. Amber. Hi, family. <laughs> um, I'm from Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Moved out here. What What's your name? Oh, I said I'm She Amber. said Amber. Did you say Amber? Did. She did. What it is was going just, on with this soft voice? It was just really to, soft when I she said you, it. I'm a really quiet and shy person. Oh, oh my <laughs> goodness. Oh, you are killing it. You are killing it. Go ahead. Go ahead. That's going to see the real deal, but go ahead, Miss Amber. Um, I'm from Arkansas, and like Chad said, I went down to Charleston in 2000 and met with a friend of mine, and my friend happened to be his friend, and the rest is history. The rest is history. And so, and how long have you guys been together, and how long have you guys been married? Mm-hmm. Well, we've been together since 2000. We were married in 2002, so we'll be coming up on our 20th wedding anniversary in March. Wow. Yeah. Two decades. Two, Two decades. decades. Um. Before yes. we go too far, just one quick question, just a small one. Um, Chad, how did you manage twenty, almost twenty years with this particular woman? <laughs> how, how, how did you do that, sir? <laughs> He laughed carefully. So, he laughed so hard, like, "Ooh, this is dangerous ground. This is dangerous ground." Uh, self-reflection on what I could do better. Mm, I like that answer. Same That's answer. that good answer, that, sir. That's good. that I've been married for some years and I'm trying to keep being married. Yeah, I know exactly yes, what to say. Yes, sir. I know what to say. Amber, how is it being married to Chad? That's, that's why I brought my rum punch with <laughs> me and my water bottle. Okay. Okay, <laughs> okay now you guys got four, four amazing kids. children. Yes, ma'am. Incredible. So what's the ages? Lindsay is 27 and recently wow. engaged. Wow. We got twins, boy and a girl who are 18, Savannah mm-hmm. and Dawson, and yeah. Jessica who is 15. Ooh, the house is emptying out. It is. How are you guys going to be How with gonna being be? empty nesters? Right, y'all going to be okay? First of all, are you guys going to be empty nesters? Right. Are the kids leaving? That's that's the question. Are yes, they leaving? I, know. I think we have about three years left before they all. About three years? Disperse. How do you guys feel about that? Yeah, what will you do? I don't know. He, he just travels for work, so maybe hoping, I'll get to travel with him. Yeah, I was hoping point. to take her with me when and I'll traveling go party the while world. he's in meetings. Yeah, did you you're going to get to party while he's even, in meetings? Well, if he's going to be in meetings all day, I'm not going to sit in the hotel room and stare at the TV in whatever language of the country I'm in. And then I'll be able to schedule more time because most of my international trips, I go in and go out. And anytime you do sightsee, if the family's not there to sightsee it, right. every time you see something cool, you're like. Man, I wish my family was here to see this. Right. So it'd be cool to actually all right, take a day here, take a day there, and actually go sightsee when I'm yeah. on business. Ah. So oh, between that's so the sweet, curious between the Navy and between um, your actual job, because you say you travel internationally, how many countries and how many continents have you actually been on? Well, I've been on all the continents except for Antarctica. 
Wow. But countries, I'd stop counting. There's quite a few. Wow. I, had to, wow. I had to switch my passport over recently, so I no longer keep track. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, this one is over. Thanks. Can I get a new one, please? Thank you. When the kids were little, we used to play Where in the World is Daddy? Really? Oh, my gosh. How about you? Same question. Um, I have been on four continents. Wow. I have not been to um, Asia or Africa yet or Ooh. Antarctica, but those are my, on my list. That's on your list. COVID kind of put a damper on that. What do y'all have against Antarctica? Why you haven't been to Antarctica <laughs> Actually, that, that's the goal. So there's actually a cruise from New Zealand to Tasmania to Antarctica, mm-hmm. and I do want to do that. But, you know, that stupid COVID thing, and right. you can't yeah. get into New Zealand or Australia right now, I don't okay. think Antarctica cares. I think it just, like, freezes and dies down Yeah, there. nothing lives in Antarctica. <laughs> so. And I don't have any business down there, so there's no reason for me to go to Antarctica. Mm-hmm. Go talk to the penguins. Yeah, good. Yeah, could. Just do me a favor. When you, when you go through... Um, you said Tasmania. Mm-hmm. Can you just pick up one of the little devils for me and just put it in your in your bag and bring it back? They're pretty with you? cute. Yeah. But you would not want to put one in your bag, though. That's why I need you to put it in your bag. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all deal with that. You, you'd be walking around with fewer digits. Try yeah. to put one in your bag. Ooh. <laughs> They're pretty wild. They're pretty wild. Cute though. Cute. Okay, so I got some questions about the marriage part of it. Okay, so we're going on twenty years. I want to know how they met. Yeah, you want to know? Let's start there. Start there. Go for it. How did you meet? In a bar. Okay. Very okay, that's a way to do it. That's a way well, to do I mean, it. Like, so, again, I went to go down to go visit a friend of mine. Right. And she happened to be his friend. And I walked into the bar, and I knew nobody, right? Like, first time in town, whatever. Right. Sorry, I hit the okay. mic. Just trying to be like Angela. <laughs> it's no problem. And <laughs> just being family. Just being family. Anyway, so, I walk in, and it was really funny. Like, I, again, knew nobody. And God whispered in my ear, you're going to marry that guy. And I was like, God. Really? Bro. Like, no. Like, no. Like, it was my divorce from my previous marriage wasn't even final jet. Right. And I was not in the mood for <laughs> anybody, anybody else. Right. Anybody, anybody else. else. Right. So it was, uh, yeah. That like, was just it. like that. Just like that. And then he ignored me all night. So I was kind of pissed off. I'm not going to lie. Chad, did you well, ignore okay, all Wait, night? okay, wait. You're trying to talk to me. He ignored you? He did. Right? You can, see my face, Chad? Why that blew me off? Let, let me respond to that. Okay, please go respond. ahead. Please respond. <laughs> so, I used to drink. Right. So, I like to go to the bars to drink. Right, okay. Right. So, when Amber walked in, mm-hmm. I looked over and says, well, she's out of my league. And so, I was like, why put, right? Put any Just effort. continue to drink and move on my life. Continue to drink. I got you. But she spoke to you, though. Yeah. And you still? I don't think I ignored her that long. How long did he ignore you, Amber? He was like present in the room. So like it was us and a group of friends and we went out to dinner and we went to go play pool and he was like, all right, well, apparently she's not going away. So I'm going to have to talk to her. Is that what <laughs> that's, 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 a, that's a feeling that you got. <laughs> she's not going anywhere. Let me just say something. Were you attracted to her immediately? And yeah. that's why you was ignoring her like that? Yeah, because out of my league. Out of my league. How is she still in your league now? 20 years? Still out of my league. She's still out of your league. Okay. He's just sucking up for Christmas. He's, is that what this is? Yes. This is what this is? Okay. So now, how, but how do y'all get together though? Because now well, God we, told you. Before we even go there, I'm mm-hmm. curious. So first impression. Well, I know Chad, you say that when you first saw, you felt like she was out of your league at that time. First impression. When you first saw this gentleman sitting at the at the bar, what was your first impression? Well, like I said, God was whispering in my ear, like, you're going to marry this guy. And I was like, no, like, like I'm. I am not in the mood for a relationship. I wanted no part of that. Like I was fine going out to dinner, playing pool, hanging out. That was fine. But right. I, I, I was no, I do not want a relationship. Was he someone when you first saw him, you're like, yeah, I can, I can at least date him. 
I mean, the Lord done told you, honey. I said he was going to be a, a future potential. A future potential. <laughs> yeah. A future potential boyfriend or a future yeah. potential Yeah, there was, there was future potential there. So I was like, that's it. That's all I was get willing to give God grace at that moment. She just didn't realize how much work that was. That potential was going to be. True, true. It's like, you know, get a lump of coal. And how long does it take till you get a diamond? Just keep on, keep on going. Okay, so then y'all, so how do y'all get together then at that point? We hung out with our mutual friend and like the next day we all went to the beach and we just kept keep, keeping in contact and I ended up coming back out five, five, weeks, five, five weeks, weeks later, later. Mm-hmm. and surprised him and we just saw each other whenever he got one on leave every four or five weeks. Wow. So you were still, in the, you're still was, in the military at that time? I was still in the military. I worked a shift work that every fifth week I got a four day weekend. Okay. okay. So she could come out to Charleston or I could go to Arkansas and then it was also my last year in the Navy so right. I had a lot of I had a lot of leave to burn so I so I took like every couple months I took a whole week off I'm curious about something real quick this is nothing to do with marriage or anything or relationships how much time have you spent on a submarine well I spent about about eight years on an operational platform so right. operating the plants actually on a sea tour going I was out of Pearl Harbor for three and a half Three and three quarters years, continuously. Yeah, you're wow. in and out of port, so you're just on the normal operating tempo with the submarine. You go out, you go in, you go right. out. You know. And what was the longest you've ever gone without seeing sunlight? I typically don't discuss that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say it was longer than Amber could have gone without seeing sunlight. Wow. It was a lot of days. Wow. I've always been kind of curious what, and if you don't want to get to it, I understand because it's just not the topic. I was just curious, but what is that? What is that like being on a submarine, living? Because what, it's a hundred, hundred some odd people? Yeah, roughly that. Given time. So it's like going to work. Mm-hmm. And never leaving. <laughs> but never going home. Right. So yeah. it's kind of like COVID where you, yeah. you are home. Yeah, I'm about to say the same thing. Right. right. So you go into your office and you work and then you come out and you have your home. So a submarine life is the same thing. It's, yeah. So every day when you're in port, you still go to, unless it's a weekend, you still go to the ship, right? Your job is still on the ship. So, right. so you're down there every day working. It's just every once in a while, you just close the hatch and you... And you go right. So and then you, instead of sleeping at your barracks, you sleep on your rack up front. And wow! So it's it's not like you have a you know when you're on a submarine, you don't have a you don't have a window whether you're in port or out of port. So right, and about, he's six too. So you know, I'm sure yeah, he and see, his head. And that's the thing too, because um, family course you can't see him, but Chad is not a small guy. Yeah. So to be on this, I've been on a submarine once. It was a tour. I was like, there's no way I can't. I will lose my mind. And, but I have respect. I have nothing but respect. My yeah. my uncle was a Navy man. He he was um, a lifer. He retired Navy. He was this in decades though. He actually served some tours and um and Nam and he was on months at a time. So I heard stories from him. I know I there's no way. So I have nothing but respect yeah. for you, sir. Just to be able to be on yeah. that situation and be I and then again also to be married to Amber for twenty something <laughs> years. So that's just. Cause that's a yeah. that's a. You, I thought we were friends. Bro. We are, and I love you. Yeah, I love you. But I've spent time with you as well, and I know <laughs> that it takes some sainthood, and then to be <laughs> married and be like I do, and I do forever. Yeah, forever. So I'm, I'm curious at when did you first know? Because Amber said that the Lord told the her. Lord talked told to her, her the very first night. She fought with the Lord, but apparently the Lord won. Yeah, because he because he, he will because yeah, he, he will because he will. So Chad, I'm curious for you when, like you said, you first saw it and you felt as though she was out of your league. But okay, twenty some odd years later, y'all still together. So at what point did you know? Yeah, I want to marry her. Yeah. So two months in, so it was the third time 
we met. Uh-huh. So the was it the third time we went to Iowa or the second time we went to third. Iowa? Or third. Third time. Third time. So the third time we went to we went to Iowa mm-hmm. just and to go to a family thing. So okay. I always I always had this just like she when she walked in. So I'm going to marry this guy. I always knew that the uh, the Iowa farm, the the homestead farm, the woods that are there are very specially special and almost like a spiritual special for me. Right. So, okay. So I just always had this feeling that whoever right whoever I would actually take to the Iowa farm, you know, walk in the woods with mm-hmm. would be the person I would marry and. She was the first person to ever go to the family farm and walk in the woods with me. Oh, wow. wow. So it was that third time that I knew that that was it. This is so heartwarming. I'm just looking at y'all a little bit different. Actually, it really now. is. I'm just looking at y'all a little bit different now, right now. I'm just this is like at, a this, 80s romance. Right, it's like a little... Like, <laughs> I love it. Like, this is so good. I'm like, okay, I'm just looking at y'all like, wow. It's like Top Gun, but the Navy, the Navy <laughs> version. I love it. And then what my grandpa say... Something, when are you going to put, when are you? I don't remember. It was a long time ago. It was right, right in the middle of the kitchen. Everybody's sitting there. And, uh-huh. and he's like, he's like, when are you going to put a ring on her finger or something like that? But it was like, my grandpa called it right off really loud, right in the middle. Wow. Right in the kitchen. Thanks, grandpa. Yeah. Thank you. Well, even your dad, with the second time that when I came out to surprise you, your dad, because this was like pre-cell phones with like pictures on it. And, right. <laughs> and his dad, I walked into the bar again because they're having a celebration because he had just made chief. And his dad was like, oh. She just walked in, and Chad's like, no, no, she didn't. Like, she's in Arkansas. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. And he turns around, and he's like, oh, crap. She is here. Because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know, I didn't know she was. So I was making chief, so my parents were in town for the chief pinning ceremony. Right, 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 right. I didn't know she was coming to town, so it was a surprise. When we were at the bar hanging out, same bar that we met, I was with my parents. And wow. She came walking and surprised me. Ah. Oh, that's so that's sweet. That's so sweet. Yeah, so sweet. I, I'm done, baby, because I, I don't want to take up all the questions. So. No, you're fine. You're fine. Okay, so so now let's talk about, okay, so now we, we get together. We got these beautiful babies. And so how does that work? Because cause were you still, when, when the kids came, were you still traveling? You had to stop traveling, or were you still traveling? No, I got out of that. So I got out of the military and didn't have a job because I was, we were gonna st- I was gonna stay in the military. Okay. okay. And Amber and Lindsay were gonna move to Hawaii, and then the Navy and I had a disagreement of what my next duty station should be. So I got out instead. Right. And then now I and it was such a quick transition. I didn't have a job. I didn't have a degree. So I literally so I got out in May and got married in May. We and got married in March. March. Sorry, got out in March and got married. It's in an March. M- it's an M A. M A. It's close together. Oops. I would have made the same mistake as her. <laughs> and uh, so then so I spent the next six months or so going to finish up some community college stuff to get my degree. Right. So I became. So I got out and became Mr. Mom because I was taking Lindsay to and from school. And wow. Stuff like that. And so you were working. Yes, ma'am. What were you doing? Working for J B Hunt. Mm. Did you like that? I did, I did. Because, I mean, I had a really cool job because I got to play with trains and trucks. So that was kind of cool. You got to play with trains, trains and, and trucks. trucks. Yep, 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 yep. I know I said I was going to stop, but I'm sorry. Because <laughs> <laughs> I just want to talk to Chad. Chad is fascinating to me. <laughs> so I'm curious. So I picked up on a couple of things. So so a Navy man. And then now life takes a 180. Because mm-hmm. Navy, when you're in the military... Every you know what your days look like. Yeah. You know what your you you know what it is. Mm-hmm. Now, so you're out of the military. Now, not only do you have a wife, but now you have a child as well. So mm-hmm. you go into a situation, have a, a ready made family. Mm-hmm. 
And now you go from being a chief in the military, <laughs> as you say, to now you are Mr. Carpooling. Now you're Mr. Mom. <laughs> you're carpooling. <laughs> what was that like? What was that adjustment like for you? What was that like for you? That was a, it was honestly a very difficult transition. Really? Because I went from supervising and teaching people how to supervise a nuclear power plant to right. now I'm driving Lindsay to school working the spelling bee. <laughs> Wow. You know, working on spelling on the way, to, you know, to and from. Uh, the probably the biggest challenge was learning how to do a ponytail. Oh wow! Without bumps. Without bumps. Without bumps. So Lindsay was constantly, and Lindsay has a very full head. It's very thick. Right. It's always bumps. It's hardly. It's almost impossible to dry. So I'd be drying her hair and then having to do ponytail, and she'd be like, there, "Are there bumps back there, Daddy?" I'm like, "No bumps, no bumps." You know, so like the household chores weren't that. So I, you know, the, I could easily transition to household chores, right? Right. right. I could, right. I could. I knew how to clean, and I knew how to iron. I knew how to do laundry. Right. So I focused a lot on that. My cooking yeah. skills had a lot to a lot to be desired. Okay. Um, but <laughs> Amber seems to agree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was a difficult transition, actually. One probably the, the craziest things that actually happened is I started doing like like security patrol at at the school. So I got to wear, I actually got to wear a vest. Okay. So wait. have a mic on. So wait. It was, it was the first time I felt normal because I had a vest and I had a mic on. And my whole job was to walk around and check to make sure the doors are locked. Right. And I'm like, this is just like being on watch in the military. Oh right. So I, I actually felt very comfortable. But, you, but, felt, you felt great. This was the year after 9-11, right? So this right. is whenever people were a little, you know, everybody was on age. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, they had the watchdogs is what they were called. So how are you while you're working and he's making sure the ponytails don't, you know, were you like, I, were you like, because for me, I would have been like, I can't love him anymore at this point right now. Like I, there's, if Sanchez, I would like, I cannot love him anymore. How is the transition for you? Like, because now he is carpooling, he's spelling, he's spelling me, he at the school, he doing it all. And you in corporate America, how are you feeling? It was a transition for me too, because I was used to being single mom. So things were ah. my way, because that's that's how it worked. And then he would drop in, and then <laughs> I know it's still like that because well, because he travels for work now. So it was almost like we were still in the military because he right. would be gone for a week or two at a time. Right. So me and the kids, and then he like drops in, and then he's gone again. And I'm like, Look, you just messed up our schedule, man. Like stop. <laughs> we got a routine down. Mm, so then comes the twins. Yes, Lord Jesus, <laughs> not Lord Jesus. How was that? Because now we got one beautiful girl. We got we got the bumps. We got it down. We got the spelling bee. We dad got it. He has got this thing going. And here comes the twins. It Three was, kids now. It was rough. I'm not gonna lie, because mm. he had actually moved to Charlotte. He got a job out here, and I had hurt my back. This is a funny story. So I hurt my back. And I had to have my dad come get me out of the floor in at the house because my back, like I, my back froze and I could not get out of the floor. Wow! My dad couldn't get me out of the floor, so they had to call an ambulance. Oh my goodness! Which was even more mortifying because this is the town I grew up in. So the guys who are the paramedics that come in there, they're like, "Oh, hey, Amber, what are you doing <laughs> in the floor?" And I'm like, "Y'all, stop! Just stop!" And it, it just was, get me up, please. Just get me up. So we get to the hospital. Um, they gave me a lot of shot of morphine because that's about the only thing that you can take is that whenever you're right. pregnant and everything. And so I'm like, you know, we, we got to we gotta check on the baby, make sure the baby's okay. And we go into the ultrasound room and I'm like, oh, no, 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 <laughs> no. There is something wrong with your machine because there is not two little pee pods in there. <laughs> oh, so at that point, you, had, you didn't not know. Not a clue. So I how mean, long, far along were you at that point? I thought I was six seven eight weeks maybe right. tops and it ended up being close to about 11 
Wow. So at that point, so at that point, Chad, you're thinking you're having one little beautiful baby. Uh-huh. And so I, I wow. told him, I'm like, hey, I'm going in for an ultrasound. So he calls me later and he's like, so, hey, how's the baby doing? And I'm like, oh, yeah, the babies are fine. And he's like, this is like this really long pause. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I don't hear very well. Apparently, right? so I had to make sure I understood what I heard. Right. I'm sorry. Did you say babies? Mm-hmm. Yep. Ooh. Now, does twins run in any one of your families? Right. They're like, yeah, don't you remember your great, 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 great Aunt Gertha? And I'm like, nope. <laughs> I got nothing. Your side either? But they're both, that's on both sides, but this. So far down, okay. you didn't think about it. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So now, do you stay in corporate America? Do how do you, uh, uh, now he's, he's doing three babies. How's that working for you guys? So we moved to Charlotte. Mm-hmm. And then both of us, of course, have new jobs and they right. get Lindsay into school. And I was working for Maris Klein at that point, which was a great company. And it, I, I had three babies and I, I had to go back to work because I could not stay home with two babies at, at home. I, <laughs> Amber was not made to be a stay at home mom. <laughs> God. I got to work, Lord. I got to work, Lord. I would take a nap in my car at lunch because they were on opposite sleep schedules. Really? They were killing me. Killing me. Wow. Oh, my gosh. How are you with it? He slept through it. The whole thing? I sleep well at night. <laughs> I sleep good. I sleep well. I sleep well. Okay. I think though in the military you have to learn how to sleep in any conditions though. Just true. And fall asleep really quick. We yeah. Used to yeah. Say, we used to say that if you had 15 minutes, it was worth taking your uh, your uniform off and laying down to get a nap. And just go to sleep. <laughs> just, just, go to sleep. just go to sleep. If it was less than 15 minutes, just find a pipe to lay on and just lay because that's it for you. She okay. So now oh. we're, we're yes sir. So how so at this point, what's the time frame? How long have we been married at this point? So by the time the twins come and the time we transition to Charlotte, how long have we been together mm-hmm. at this point? It was just uh, just under just, a year. Just over a year. under a year to transition to Charlotte. Right. Just over a year when the twins came along. Okay. Wow! Wow! So there's a lot of transition early Ooh. on in your marriage. So I got a story about that. That's funny. Oh wow! Please. So I go to the VA, and so I I go to the VA clinic. So I'm right part of the you know. St- support the VA hospital with, right. with all the type of stuff. So I go to the VA and do right, my right, annual right. checkup and right. talking to the doctor and the doctor goes, well, is there anything else going on? So I got this little twitch in my eye thing. I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And he goes, well, tell me about it. Well, I got this twitch and it's just every once in a while it twitches. And and, and uh, the doctor goes, well, are, are you under stress? And I was like, didn't think about too much stress. I don't think so. And right. Right, I was still way loud down in the organization at that point in time. So it wasn't right. like I had a, right, a lot of work stress. Right. And she goes, oh, tell me about what, tell me what's happened over the last 18 months. And then it was like, all right, got out of the Navy, got married, had a ready made family, twins came along or moved to a different city, got a new job, twins came along and all in the last 12 months. And I was like, Whoa. yeah. And they're like, well, that's why you have a twitch in your <laughs> right, Exactly. <laughs> In 12, that's a lot in 12 months. And y'all are married early on. So the pressure to get in, you want to go back to work. So you, oh, yes. so you went back to work. And so from that point on, okay, when I'm asking these questions because we just, I just, I'm trying to just make y'all understand how this family dynamic happens. So you go back to work and you're doing your thing. And then there's my girl, my baby, baby number four, Miss Jessica. Now, okay, they are three years, two, years, two years apart from the twin. Oh, good gracious, y'all! Three, three and diapers. Three. Ooh. Yeah, God told me that. By the way, you're having another baby, and I'm like, God, 
we talked about this, how me and God had issues. <laughs> and God, I'm like, look, can I just get these two out of diapers first, please? Like, I'm not saying no to another kid, but like, let, let's get these two out. Right. And he's like, yeah, no, that's not going to happen. Oh, wow. So now you tell Chad. Yeah. How did you do that? He said, I, I don't remember how I told you. I think I just said, hey, by the way, guess what? I actually made a spreadsheet at one point to tell him how we could afford another child. Did you really? Oh, so we did a business meeting first. <laughs> yeah. let's, let's sit down and work these numbers. Because yeah, we're having, show you. We have another so, I figured you would appreciate my spreadsheet. I do love the spreadsheet. That's why I'm excited. All right. So Amber's salary, mm-hmm. daycare for three kids. Right. In Charlotte, North Carolina. In Charlotte, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. She was effectively working for a car payment and a 401k. Wow. Right. Everything else went to the daycare. And sanity, right? So car payment, <laughs> 401k, and sanity. Now, okay. So now, how long are we going to pay this daycare now, y'all? Jessica was three whenever I finally got and I had another come to Jesus session. And Chad and I were both traveling. So I was either going to New Jersey or Europe and Chad was going to Asia and we would literally have to put a couple of days in between our trips right. because we would get stuck. Like one of the airlines went on strike in Europe and it would be effectively in America, like American Airlines going okay. on strike. Everything shut down. And here I am in Copenhagen, like, okay, now what? My luggage is on the plane. Like that's when I started packing like a little mini bag in my right. carry on. Uh-huh. I mean like my toothbrush, like clean underwear, everything yeah. is, it, yep, nope, they ain't, they nothing moved for two days. Uh-uh. So God told you you had to stop. I was taking a bottle of ibuprofen a week and God's like, you gotta quit. You need a to be bottle a week? A bottle a week. Wow. My stomach was tore up. Oh my goodness. Now Chad, I'm pretty sure you're in tune to this and, and what's going on. So what was kind of your reaction with it as far as seeing your wife stressing like this and bottle of ibuprofen a week? So Well, I was telling her to, that because we were talking about, uh, I think I was telling her it's time to quit right? Um, a while before that. Right. So something had to change. Something had to happen. And if, if God was telling her to quit, then then quit. That was a so that was more of a Jacob and God wrestling match mm-hmm. on that gotcha. side. Uh, yeah. To finally. And you finally pull the trigger. You weren't going to win, baby. He showed you several times. I know, I know, I know. And, and to put it, so me, me and God had issues, obviously. And he, <laughs> I'm noticing course, a trend right? here. I'm <laughs> noticing a trend. I'm what's going on Of here. course he wins. But, right. And, and this isn't anything against Chad, but with my first marriage, if I hadn't had a career, I right. wouldn't have been able to get out. Okay. Okay. And so, again, nothing against Chad, but what if he turned out being somebody that I needed to get away from and now I got four kids and then what am I going to do right so I was I was very resistant to that and God's like you got to burn that bridge yeah you was so busy being in survival mode yeah you you just you're a just in case person yep yeah I'm I'm curious again Mm -hmm. I'm sorry Mm -hmm. Chad is my favorite so I just Mm got to keep talking to Chad Uh okay go for it I'm just curious No, I love you. I love you. But just Chad is a fascinating man to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's just fascinating. So calm. He really is. So as Amber stated, so this is her second four year into marriage. Now, had you been married before? Nope. So, wow. So this is all. So this everything for you at this point is, is brand is new. 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 So new. how to fold the towels, right. how to do a checkbook, how to do everything. <laughs> right. Go ahead. How to put the toilet paper on, right? Because <laughs> I went into... Because I went, I, I lived in barracks and my own apartment, right, right, the ship. So right. I had, and 
being in the Navy is pretty, for your personal life in the Navy can be really simplified. Okay. Right. And mine was really simplified. So like the grocery store was the same list every two weeks. Right. 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 So, uh, so going into a ready-made household and merging into that was, had its challenges for me. I, and that's what I'm, and that's what I want to talk about just for a brief moment. What is that? What was that like for you? Because like you said, so Amber, okay. I, I love Amber, <laughs> but Amber's Amber. It's like, it's like my wife. It's, she's, she knows what she wants. Mm-hmm. She doesn't hear well when it's not what she wants to hear. <laughs> kind of opinionated. My, my, it's my girl. Yeah, my girl. And, and not afraid to voice their opinion. So, but now you're walking into a situation where it's all new. So she's she's been down this road before. She's been married before. She has a kid before. She's done this before. But now you, out of the military, been a bachelor life. Now you're a ready-made father. You're a husband now. And what I, one thing I noticed about you, you're very in tune. I noticed that about you too. Your mm-hmm. husband is very in tune and supportive. I've mm-hmm. noticed that about you. Yes. You you like fighting with God, but he real supportive. <laughs> yeah. Stuff you be doing. He'd be like, okay, she gonna get this yeah. sooner or later. <laughs> so, but as she's going through this, and you're going through all these transitions, and you're going through all these changes, what was that road like for you? Ah, sometimes frustration. Sometimes had to. I had to learn how to like control my temper if I wasn't gonna wasn't right if it wasn't a good situation so right. it, t- it took a it took a lot of maturing on my own behalf I had mm-hmm. to, right am I trying to be I like to be right 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 mm-hmm. I'm I'm, a, I'm okay intellectually so I like mm-hmm. to be right so mm-hmm. I'd uh, learn how to I'd w- rather maintain the relationship than be right oh okay. that's why you and Sanchez get along I see where this is going now <laughs> well, wow a lot of, a lot of journaling yeah. so, right? so <laughs> a lot of, a lot of journaling on understanding on why I was upset in that situation right. I felt like I it was an attack though but right. that's okay mm-hmm. I can't control what, if she gets right she puts maybe gets a little stubborn or something like that right so or gets a little upset about something I always like so what caused me to be upset in that situation right. and really get to the root of that to, to figure out because wow right I had my own baggage I had my own kids baggage right it's right, right. so I just had to mature as we went along wow, wow. first of all that's amazing that you said you journal do you still journal? Oh, yeah. Really? That is so... And I'm not trying to be funny, but it's very rare that I hear a man say that they journal. All right. So let me... My emotional intelligence, my ability to read a situation live is not that good. Mm-hmm. My ability to Put replay that back in my mind to under, and actually understand what happened so wow. I can be better in the future right. is wow. really high. So I journal in order to figure out what what caused this situation to go bad. Why did Why did I... Why did I respond that way? Why was I so upset? So that way, so when it hap- that situation happens again, I'm better prepared for it. And this is why I say he's wait, a, a wait, fascinating whoa. man. Well, Chad, what's your profession? I'm a, I'm an executive, so I'm a business manager. I, I'm going to need you to be in counseling. You need to counsel some folks. Some men, some men out there. You just broke that down. You need to be a counselor. Some men need you to counsel them in these areas because that's deep. That's seriously. That, that's, that's really good. That is. Re- That's why I say Chad is such wow. a fascinating man. Amber, you what did, do you do with that? You did well, Amber. You, <laughs> you did, did well for yourself. You made a good. It's a, I'm so glad you listened to the oh, Lord. I got plenty of flaws. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, we all do, but I'm just saying, like you guys are like night and day. Like me and Sanchez, we are totally like night. I tell people and day because I tell people they be like, y'all podcasts are so great. I said because he's a scholar and I'm the hood chick. It's gonna go well. It's gonna. It's just going to go well. You know, like he has the right questions. I'm just out there, just like you know, it's just what I am. So you guys are like night and day, but y'all brought this incredible, amazing family together because y'all family is absolutely. Guys, their family, not exaggerating, is their absolutely most incredible family. And now you 20 years of going from doing all of that you guys have been through to right here at this moment, right now. And that's incredible. So 
when I when we again when we asked you guys to come because we wanted to have tips and tricks because you guys travel so much, right? Yeah. All over the world with the. How did you guys decide to do that with the kids though? Because you travel, you guys travel a lot with the kids. The kids have been all over the world too and ate everything in the world, which is still <laughs> weirds me out. But how did you guys make that decision to take four kids on? all these trips and just, just we just going to do it how did you guys decide to do that well first of all it's amber's ability to budget and manage the household right mm. spending so that's the first thing that's gonna yeah put on that because you just don't do that and not be in debt without having yeah. extremely good financial home management skills and, and how did you do that before you and that's the one thing i want to say to the family real quick mm-hmm. so everything is on the table understand because we were getting to it at some point in time you came out of the actual workforce. Mm-hmm. You became a full-time stay-at-home parent, mm-hmm. and you were homeschooling your kids at a very long, for a very long time too. Jessica right? for a little while, right. and then she started school actually at four because okay. she was already reading at a second grade level at four. Right. Being the youngest of four, right. she wanted to do homework with everybody else because she was just as big as they were at the right. table. So whenever we got her tested, they're like, "Yeah, she, she needs to go to school." And I'm like, "You can have her <laughs> today. Today. So we're really and so we're really so you're working, but you're not working outside the home Correct. because being a stay-at-home mom of four is CFO, work. Honey. So, but now we're doing this. Not only we're we traveling, but we're doing this on basically one income. Mm-hmm. So I think that's when you were just saying. The, so that I just wanted to put that part out there so the mm-hmm. family understood the full dynamic of yeah. the amazingness of this family to be able to do yeah. that. Continue, back. I'm and, done. I ain't gonna say and, anything else. My financial, my financial spirit, animal, and friend. So now you decide. How do you come to that conclusion? Like, I want the kids to see the world like we did because you guys were doing it before. I want the kids to see the, the world the way that that we did. Not only that, but we're doing it on w- one budget. And this is the thing. I, I know if you got you've listened, and every people who have listened know that I mean, such as goal has always been to live off one budget, only because you never know what's going to happen in corporate America to one of us, sickness and health, whatever the case is, and to have the capability if it happens that we still can maintain a lifestyle. How now? Again, we're doing it, and it's just us because our kids are grown now. But you. You were doing it with like small children. How were you able to do that, Amber? Like what? Like you just sat down one day and was like, I can just put, how did you do that? Well, just back up a little bit. So for us, like we all grew up in an era where we didn't get to travel. Like, right. I don't know about you guys, but like there, right. was, there was no internet. There was no, no, yeah, no email. We, like, no, yeah, we no, we didn't do that. So <laughs> for me growing up, I had been to Arkansas, Missouri and Oklahoma and right. I was 17. Mm-hmm. That was it. That was it. And but we had I, National Geographics in though. In the library, <laughs> and you just go past and and, t- and rip a page out by mistake and put it in your little one day I'll go book. Exactly. <laughs> and I ended up being an exchange student in Australia, and that was my first time on a plane, wow. and my first time going anywhere, really, right? And so I was like, my mind exploded. Like right. I, I can't even tell you like how dumbfounded I was, like to see the ocean for the first time at seventeen. Right. Like even our our kids have no comprehension of what that is like. And I knew how much that meant to me and how much I enjoyed those differences from, because even we had other exchange students from other parts of the world. Right. So that I went to high school with. So talking to them, their cultures, their differences, their traditions, and we would have parties for each one of their celebrations for whatever party that they wanted to have for their holidays. Right. And I wanted my kids to experience that as much in person as they possibly could. Mm. So whenever we got to married, that was one of the things that we had talked about, even little things like going to Epcot, where you can travel around the world mm-hmm. and, and try different foods and see the culture and see the dances and see the costumes and everything. Right. So whenever he was working, um, they didn't have a corporate credit card. 
So we had a special, we had a separate credit card that was just for his work. Right. And then we had our, our family credit card. Right. And you should always have a credit card that works for you. Make your money work for you. Yeah. Right. Okay. So that's one of the things that we did was we had his corporate credit card was actually a Disney credit card. And so we have actually a family of six has actually been to Disney for free on those points three times. Wow. Oh, wow. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. And it's a good conversation to- topic when you're at a really expensive dinner in Asia <laughs> oh, yes, and you is. pull out a Disney card on it. People are like, oh, Disney. <laughs> how did you get that? And what are you guys doing? Like, oh, my goodness. So that tells you how much he traveled based on how many points we had to get through Disney for right. like six of us to travel. Right. And you said you did that three times. Three times. And it paid for half of our Disney cruise. Wow. Because that's how much traveling. So you want to get a car. So the first thing, you first of all, you want to budget. Yes. You, that, that, so have you always been a budgeter? Uh, loosely. Loosely. Yeah. So when you decide, okay, so, okay, let's backtrack for a second. So the moment that you guys decided, okay, we're going to live off one co- income and I'm coming home. How did that look? Did you do PowerPoint, a spreadsheet? Like what did you have to show him? Like, look, babe, this is what's going to have to happen for this to work. Or did Chad have to show her? Because it sounded like it was more Chad wanted her to stay home and she wanted to stay in the workforce. <laughs> so so which one a, was it? I'm an intuitive decision maker. Mm-hmm. Okay. So for me, God was telling her to go, just do it. Right. Right. We'll figure it out. Right. She's a little more on the data side. So she had to figure it out. Cause, which is really funny because it's really reversed now. I'm not. I'm, a, I'm like, yeah, well, you're, I want to see numbers versus like, just do it. <laughs> <laughs> now, he, now he didn't switch on you? Huh. So I handle the household budget and he handles all the long-term financial planning, like all the 401ks, stocks, whatever. Right. Because so, we could not both manage a checkbook no. together. So that, that failed early in the marriage. Very early. <laughs> was it because we're both right all the time or what was the hang up there? We had there? different accounting principles. And different, <laughs> different accounting systems. <laughs> So me being a man, I was like, well, I'm supposed to manage the checkbook. I'm not, we're husband and wife. I'm supposed to manage the checkbook. Right. She right. said, here you go. And it took me about maybe two weeks to screw it up. And <laughs> took it back. And, uh, and then it, it took me a couple years after that going, you know, honey, your, your process, I know I still can't, how she does it. I still don't get right. it. her process. I was like, your process was far superior to mine. Ah. <laughs> we would have not been able to man. I would, I would not have been able to manage the household um, finances as tight as she did mm. so what's your what's your case for for people who are like okay i i too want to live off one camp i too want to travel i too want to do these things what would be the simple thing as far as budgeting is concerned like what was your i know my method i have like this weird method but like because first of all i don't do spreadsheets i am a paper person i that right did, did i'm he a like, spreadsheet person mm-mm. i have a ledger that i have a yes. ledger that i used to pay all my bills do you know i love you i know do you know why because we're kindred sisters yes girl. and she has it back like 20 years listen <laughs> i can i got books upon books 20? upon books this is crazy i got books upon books i need what what year are we discussing i can show you what we do right so you so you you get you say okay i'm gonna we're gonna budget these are the things that we're going to do so how do you streamline it because again we got we got the babies and we we're, we're we want to travel and we want to live well still we want to still live well right so what tips would you give? Of course, the first tip was get a credit card. If, you, if, if you're a credit card person, at least get one that's going to work for you. Give you that. Uh, one of the first things she did was because mm-hmm. she wasn't working at work all day. Mm-hmm. Right? She renegotiated all the bills. 
So she went through every line item and go in like cable bill, phone bill, life insurance, all that type of stuff. She just went in read you know, car insurance. She just went in and got the got more quotes and negotiated everything down. Ooh. So she saved a bunch of money right Hundreds off the bat. of dollars a month. Yeah. You don't even realize it until suddenly you're like, Oh, what? Why didn't you tell me I could get it cheaper somewhere else? Yeah. Right. Didn't have time when we're both working. Right. So you had the time to call them and say, Hey, can I get a better deal? What's a better deal for my family? Yep. Wow. And of course, back then, especially, which I'm, I'm a couponer. I was a diehard couponer. Yeah. Sales, like if something went on sale that we used, you buy it a lot then when it went on sale and put it in the pantry. I know how much you, you and your pantry issues. I got that. <laughs> I still have, <laughs> still have PTSD from that. But it saved us money. And that, that's, you know, that's what we ate off of was whatever was on sale that week. That's what we ate. Yeah. So you budgeting. So you're you're looking at the sales and you're budgeting that way as far as what we're going. If we're going to eat something, it's going to be on sale. Period. We're gonna make my menu. So did you guys? Did you you guys meal prep? Did y'all like? How did y'all do that? It was all uh, no offense because he was working all the time. So <laughs> it was it was I was doing everything. Right. I, I would do the shopping while the kids are at school. I would do like coupons. Like you know, is the expensive buying a newspaper at the time worth all the coupons that we got? That was a discussion. It, it really was because the Charlotte Observer got to the point where like there was hardly anything in it. Right. right. But the coupons, the value of at that time, the value of the coupons was worth the uh, paying for the paper. Paying for, paying the, for paper. the paper. And that's before all the coupon apps because you didn't have smartphones yet. Right? No, right. you just had exactly. the big thick Sunday paper. It was like buck twenty five, I think, buck yes. seventy five, something like that. Listen, yeah, I remember those days. So we made so she did all the coupon clipping and had all this nice little file and folder of yes, like, I what, remember those days. Right. I remember those. Me too. Go on Southern Savers and see what's yep. on sale. Girl, we was together. We was together with that thing. And if, and if we went out to eat, I'm sorry, go ahead, babe. No, 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 no. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. And if we went out to eat, there's charlotteonthecheap.com for yep. those of you who live here. And then mm. there's Kids Eat Free Days. And since we had three under three, they could eat free like yeah. all the time. So yeah. if we go out to eat, you know, we'd spend 20 bucks for us and the kids ate free and you could go have dinner. So it was like, Wow. It was awesome. It was awesome. And as time went on, the kids got older and stuff. And so how did you guys, okay, because we're, how many states and places have the children been to? Let's talk about that for a minute. I think we're down. We haven't been to the Northeast. We were going to go this summer, but the COVID restrictions made us mm -hmm. change our plans in North Dakota. Yeah, there's like five or six left that they haven't been to. That's it? Wow. That's crazy. Wow. They've been to more than I've been. Right. And so you, okay, so you said to yourselves, okay, I want to take the, I want them to have the experience. I want them to have this. So now are you like most people I talk to that do it? They go like they are in, they right now they're paying for 2022 or 2023, which makes it so much easier. Is that something that you guys have planned out that way or are you spontaneous people? Or are you oh, planning out I'm for a, the next year? I'm a planner. COVID obviously like jacked that up though. Right, I mean, right, right. We were supposed to take a Mediterranean cruise last year. Right. We all know how that went. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, and that was, so there's always deals out there. And mm -hmm. last year was the first time that I had booked tickets to Barcelona, which was where our, our cruise was supposed to leave out of. Mm -hmm. And it was on a Expedia type platform, but it was a cheaper website. And right. our plane tickets to Barcelona were like $300 cheaper per person. And times six people, I mean, that adds up. That right? adds up. Well, once COVID hit, they're like, yeah, sorry. And I'm like, um, no, I, I, I'm going to need that money back. <laughs> <laughs> like today. <laughs> they're, they're like, nah, we, can, we can't do that. And it took me seven months to get all of that money back. Really? So, so you fought them for seven months. You should see my emails. Yeah, it was it was very unkind towards the end because right. I, was, I was done. 
Not They're passively fought. <laughs> actively fought. Act- just aggressively fought. Aggressively fought. It was thousands of dollars. And they were just like, yeah, no, sorry. It's not our fault that there was a pandemic. Yeah, I'm going like, my money back. Yeah, I'm still going to need my money, money back. back. Thanks. Right. I'm sorry. It wasn't my fault either. So look, look, I didn't cancel. Okay. Exactly. I wanted to go. Thank so, you very much. Like, well, you can still come. And I'm like, what, swim over? Because there's no flights. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, I'm not how, exactly sure. How am I going to get there, ma'am? Thank you. So now the experience, what do you believe that so far, because I know they're going to continue to travel, do you believe that that traveling has given the kids though? Oh, by far. They, their mind has absolutely been opened for mm-hmm. all the stuff that they've done, all the things that they have seen, all the experiences of local people. Even um, Dawson and Savannah and I went to Peru and right. climbed Machu Picchu mm-hmm. in 2019. Like, right. And that was it was an educational first tour mm-hmm. and so it was very much not necessarily the uh, touristy places right and that was probably one of the coolest things that we've ever done so you did and with the with the people from the sit from the area mm-hmm. stayed with them now how do you choose those places i'm sorry babe well, You're good. You're good. this is actually, so EF Tours is actually, an edu- since it's an educational first, mm-hmm. then you go to like these hole in the wall places where this, this one lady was making fermented corn drinks that fermented corn drinks. Let okay. me just tell you, it was not my favorite, but you had to fit like, and you literally pass around a Mason jar and every, again, pre, pre COVID, uh-huh. right. everybody pass around the Mason jar and you have to drink it and you, you can't leave any in there or it's bad luck on the village. Huh? And they I, just gonna have bad luck. Yeah, just, the village yeah, just gonna yeah, have. Yeah. I pray for the village, but oh, they just look, gonna have bad. luck I'm willing to lay hands on the village if that's what you need me to do. <laughs> it, it was it was awful. Dawson actually liked it, but it was. <laughs> what exactly does a fermented corn drink taste like? It, it, it was not good. Mm. <laughs> I'm not. The can't even express it. Can't I can't. And they do a lot of stuff with like egg whites in your drink, like in your lemonade. It's like whipped lemonade with egg whites. Why? I don't for the protein. And where is this again? This is in Peru. Oh, it's a lovely place, but I don't. I'm oh. sorry. Okay, we love you, Peru. We love you. Y'all and, do and, stuff different. And we get to you know they. Our rule is you try pretty much everything once, right? Right. So we had guinea pig and alpaca while we were in Peru. Uh, I'm sorry, you said guinea pig <laughs> and, and this alpaca. Is why I told like you the little, like the I little. Don't travel with them. So, <laughs> once you take the fur off, how big is that thing? <laughs> it's not very big. <laughs> now, let but, me tell you. But we eat squirrel anyway, so. It's so no yeah, so it's, but from Arkansas and, and Iowa, so I'm, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. good. My but, granddaddy. That's the one thing. I'm sorry. I just. The one thing my grandfather, I used to walk into his refrigerator mm-hmm. and like little things would be like, used to be squirreling. <laughs> I was like, like, granted, why is there a Paul looking at me in your freezer? Mm-mm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just want to say that. Continue. No, I know. it's real. Well, it's like, you know how you can go to like a, a seafood restaurant and pick out your lobster? Right. right. Well, you could, they had a little, I don't know, condominium over here that had all your little guinea pigs in it and you could pick out your guinea pig that you wanted to eat and then they, you'd come back 30 minutes and they'd have your guinea pig ready for you. Does it taste like chicken? Actually, the one that we had was like in this really cool open air artisan market, whatever. Mm-hmm. And they right. also had uh, like fire empanadas, which were absolutely amazing. Right. But the, the guinea pigs itself, they had like this really dry rub on it. Uh-huh. And it was like a really thick dry rub. Mm-hmm. And so you couldn't even taste anything other than the spices and it was not enjoyable. You ate the guinea pig too? He didn't get to go. So this was a school trip for Savannah and Dawson for college credit. Okay. So gotcha. Jessica and I stayed home and we're forever the Peru Knot Club. The Peru Knot Club. <laughs> the Peru Knot Club. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to ever go? Is that what I mean? No, it's just a, you know, that was our thing. That's they what felt bad because they got left at home. So we made our own club, the Peru Knot. 
the Punak <laughs> I like well, and it. And Jessica and I were supposed to go to Galapagos this past year. Right. Yeah. And we all know how that went. With the turtles. Yeah. With the turtles. Yeah. Right. That didn't happen. So now we're scheduled to go to Iceland in March. Nice. Oh, wow. And is there a determination to always travel? Is that what that is? Or to make sure that you put your pen, your dots on everything on the on the map of the world? Like, what is it that, what is, what is it for you guys? It's to make sure that they have experiences in this life that mm-hmm. will connect them better to people right. and to never have their little world be this tiny little, you know, Charlotte, North Carolina, as awesome right. as it is. Like even from where we lived in the Ballantine area to where we live in Mint Hill, right, is a complete different change yeah. for them. We call it yeah. the Ballantine bubble. It yeah. is because it, it is. really is a Ballantine bubble. That's what we've been right. living. Really so is. you already know. So not everybody in the world lives like us, right? right. right. So it's and or them or they right, don't get a them, brand new right. Range Rover when they turn sixteen. That's right. not how we roll. So, yeah. Uh, so it's a whole you know open their eyes for more culture, more understanding, and and you've interacted with all the kids. Oh, they're, yeah. they're able to stand up and hold a conversation with anybody. Yes, anybody. anybody. So that is part of that because very down to earth kids. They do that Amazing. globally. So Dawson is our foodie, right? So anytime we travel, he picks a restaurant. So he's right. calling for reservations. He's really? right, talking ahead. He's looking at reviews, right? So it's just every one of them has their right their ability to engage with whoever. Ugh, now the part that. I don't want the family to miss mm-hmm. is that understand the conversation we're having right now. We're talking to a couple that's been together decades. Yeah. They didn't get here overnight. Right. They they haven't been traveling around the world overnight. Right. So please don't compare where you are now to what you're hearing from right. them. Absolutely. Because it didn't start with their their continent hopping and, and mm-hmm. going eating guinea pig in Peru. <laughs> I don't know it, why. It wasn't every you you have to start where you can start. Yeah. So what I'm going to ask for both of you guys. So for the for the the new couple, they're they're just getting married. You know, they're they're having to live off two incomes. You know, they're they're not at a place where they can put a whole lot of money to the side at one time. Yeah. What would be your advice for that couple? How how did you how do you start? Where do you start to be able to be world travelers like you guys are? Yeah. Well, one you for us you have to be honoring of God. And our first 10% goes to God, period. That's right. And as hard as that was, especially back in the day when we have four little kids and, you know, especially after I quit my job, you're sitting there and you're like, God, I, I, I don't know where this 10% is going to come from because I got to pay my bills. Right. And that was the first thing that, that we had to make sure that we did. That was mm. an entertaining journey. <laughs> it was a harsh journey at first. It was like forcing myself to write that check. Um, and then net versus gross. Yeah. Right. Then we, right. You finally get to the spot where you're tithing on net, and then you're like, "Uh oh, we got to go to the gross line." <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that oh, that just changed yeah. everything. We, we, we haven't been doing it right yet. Oh, no. Right. So yeah. that's that's the first thing. And yeah. that was that. And God was very favorable. Right. So with um, Amber's ability to handle the house, yeah. right. my ability to focus more at work and my career, and, and go get a master's degree yeah. and just make myself as good at my job as I possibly could or my right. chosen right my chosen profession mm-hmm. which is leadership right right that and God was just showed favor in that that allowed me to take right promotion after promotion which then uh, provided more income but initially it was just be intentional about your time off right mm-hmm. right go right we're gonna take time off as a family she was way more intentional than me she did all the planning right. and, uh, but go right we're gonna take some time off and if it was Right, the first time we went to Disney, we weren't on the Disney property, right? right. But we took time off, and then we said, "Oh, the next time I want to do that experience." Well, then right. you gotta then right if you want to do that experience in two years, now you gotta start saving for it, yeah, right, and plan ahead. 
Yeah, so it was the planning. The planning. Were you guys ever scared? And I'm and I'm not talking about the traveling part, but were you guys ever scared when you was like, we have to go down to one income? Oh. Like, it's inevitable. Oh, yeah. Scared yeah. to death. Scared to death. Yeah, but did it anyway. Did it anyway. Oh, I the, knew God had our back. The tax returns look cool when you track all the tax returns. They're going, duh, duh, duh. they're going along. You're, you know, it's my finger, bro. So the one year that right, she, uh, <laughs> right, right, she retired, then it went, right. boom, and then it came Sorry, up out of there. Yeah. Which was part about me quitting work was because his job after I quit work was for the, um, not the adjuster. That was the auditor. The auditor. Mm-hmm. And so he would literally travel around the world. Right. But if I hadn't quit my job, he wouldn't have been able to take that job. And that set me up for the next job. Wow. So I would have been resentful if I was forced to quit my job so mm-hmm. he could take his job. Right. So God made me quit before then. So you knew. So he knew. Yeah. So you so he's traveling and then he's getting his master's degree and you're budgeting and meal prepping and taking care of the family. How was that for you? Because sometimes, you know, if one is doing something and you're like, I should be the one in corporate America, I should be doing this. Right. But the thing I'm I'm hearing from you was like you was like the CFO. You had your own company, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think people understand that when you're, you're whether it be Chad or you, whoever stayed home, that is the business. That is the family business. That is the company. It's not easy to do. Right. So most people like because sometimes people like I just want to be in corporate America. And then, and sometimes corporate America is not <laughs> you got to be built for corporate America first of all like literally especially like you because you've climbed the ladder right so mm-hmm. there's a there's a um persistence there's a um there's a character you have to have to, to climb because since the same way he climbs the corporate ladder I don't have the tenacity for that I I just want to go I'll quit I'm just not I will <laughs> y'all doing the most you okay like I'm gonna told what to do no I'm just gonna go home she I'm just gonna go home to and we're gonna figure this thing. I'm spontaneous. I'll quit, baby. I, I left the job and my husband is good. He'd be like, okay, then. Um, <laughs> yep. Okay. I'm like you, Chad. When it comes to that, we'll just figure it out. Yeah, he's very we'll much just, like, we'll if this out. is what's gonna happen, we're gonna, we're gonna figure it out, you know, but and do it. I am curious, though, because I think that's a part that a lot of people miss sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's, not, it's not that you wanted to come out of the workforce, mm-hmm. you made the decision that was best for your family, family exactly. at that time. Because left up to your own devices, you like you like working. You right. like being in. You like having that responsibility. Right. So personally, for you, taking Chad out the equation, taking the kids out the equation, I would have definitely per- loved to stay in. Yeah, personally for you, Amber, what was that journey like for you? Once you listened to God and you had the conversation with your husband, and you guys determined this is the best for you. What was that like for you to actually make that decision to come out? It was harsh because. Um, and I'm not saying that I'm all that. You have to understand, I'm from Arkansas. Mm-hmm. I got married and got pregnant, and I never finished my degree. Right. So, And I was in transportation, so that's a man's field, right? right? And I had busted my butt to work my way up to being general manager. Right. And so my boss's boss was our CFO of all of North America okay. for a, the largest, you know, um, steamship line in the in the world. Right. And so for me to quit... It was like I gave up everything that I, it would be like running a marathon and then stopping 10 feet short and being like, all right, I'm done. Right. Like, I just feel like I didn't finish what I had started. Right. And if I did try to go back at some point, I never finished my degree. So it would be even harder for me to try to get back to where I was. Mm-hmm. So even so, I, I gave my notice again, my, our, our CFO, who was like my work dad, mm-hmm. he came downstairs and he was like, I need you to take that back. <laughs> and I, was like, I can't. And he was like, no, I, I'm going to need you to take that back. He's like, I'm refusing your resignation. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a month off to get 
figure out what you want to do and then you come back after your sabbatical right and i'm like but you don't understand he's like no i'm telling you this is how it's gonna be right he's like i'm gonna give you two weeks to to wrap up whatever you're working on and hand it off and then you have a month after that and then we'll talk wow so i mean again and i'm not i'm not saying i'm all that but for this little girl from arkansas with no college degree Mm -hmm. to get this i was like dang should i should i really do it like god are are you sure about this like Anyway, so it was it was a harsh decision, but whenever he called me a month later, we're actually in Iowa in a cornfield with the kids, and he's like, so you you coming back? And I'm like, nope, sorry, can't do it. Mm-mm. So this is it. That was it. This is it. I One thing that I like, and I hope that the family is listening to, is the fact that you guys communicated, but not only that, but you guys truly stepped out on faith and trusted God on every single decision that you guys made like you guys like well god said it we just gonna who okay i'm gonna do it that's, that's easier in post review yeah. right right but when you're going through that process right because like, it sounds oh. like amber didn't fault god on <laughs> all the way just so, every decision she even, even 2016 so his company had split and there was one side there are two sides and so he went to this the american side versus the, the mm-hmm. other side right and so you, whenever him and his American side of the company did not necessarily see eye to eye on everything. Mm-hmm. So they thought maybe it was best that they part ways. And we were actually planning a trip to go back to Australia to see my family. Mm-hmm. And we, Lindsay was graduating college and we had planned everything. Everything was already paid for. All the spending money was saved up because we were right. spending three weeks. So right. we were traveling halfway around the world. Right. Wow. Like you got to stay. Right. Make it worthwhile. So Chad's calling me and he's like, um, so, hey, um, in September. In September, <laughs> when we're leaving in December. And he's like, I, I, I think I'm quitting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry? You, you know we only got one, one like, paycheck right it's now, yours, right? It's yours. It's yours. It's yours. <laughs> he's, like, I, he's like, it's fine. I got this. I'm like... Are, are you sure? Do you want to go back and pray about it some more? Because I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying, one paycheck, right? And then, and then we're like, so that was like a four month notice. So I actually got to pick my last day, which is the day before Lindsay was graduating. So wow, which is the day before we're going on vacation for right. three weeks. So I picked the time out, but then it was like, it was like, oh crap! I went into the company as a production supervisor. Now I'm leaving as an executive. My network. Right. How oh. the heck do you even find a job? Right. Wow. right. So I just started networking, all that type of stuff. And then I thought I found a real a good one that fit me. Right. It was but it was north. Mm-hmm. And then I brought it to her and then and then uh and then she was like she's like, That's what no. And I was like, honey, how far <laughs> north of the Mason Dixon line are you willing to move? Stops right there. <laughs> and uh yeah. And then she said, Well, Charlotte's a good place. I was like, Well, my network wasn't set up to find another job and Charlotte. Right, so that right. was and that's and I was like, Oh crap, now I gotta find a job at an executive level in Charlotte. In Charlotte. In three months. In five four three. <laughs> five four three. Go. And go. Wow. So funny story, the we would go to Australia, which was kinda nice not having to work while we're on vacation, Best other than checking ever. the email for the occasional, uh-huh. you know, job search or whatever. Right. Um and then he comes back and he was talking to his old boss who they just went up for breakfast or something. And he was like, yeah, so um, we fired a guy. I'm replacing him and I need you to take my spot. But it was from the old company that was not the American side from the split. Right. 
So he had to have left this job in America or the American company yeah. right. to be able to take the other side of the split wow. or it would have been like stealing from the company. Right, because right. it was still within the deal window. So one, the other company that I was leaving had to review and approve any new position I took. And it wow. was in that window where that wasn't allowed. Right. But because I was so upfront and honest with the other company and gave them a very long window going, listen, when this is all done, I don't fit with you. Does it make you wrong or me right or vice versa? It just makes it different. Right. I gave them such a long, well, and of course, while integrating, right, I worked my butt off and did everything I could possibly could serving the new company that was the owner. Right. right? Got to have more, you know, world needs more Daniels, fewer Davids. Yeah. And, uh, all right. And so because of all that, I could prove or we all prove that, right? I did not leave one side to go on the other. Right. Wow. So it was a complete 100% God move. And then I, had a, I actually had another job waiting for me for another company before we mm. went on vacation. So with all that, I had a job in hand waiting for me before we went on vacation. And when I got off of vacation, I was allowed to go on the other side, back on the other side of the company and continue the career like nothing ever Like nothing stuck. ever happened. It was like complete God move. You Listen. know what I keep hearing from mm -hmm. both of them? Yeah. Is that it's not that you're not afraid. Mm -hmm. You just don't let fear stop you. Mm -hmm. You just, 100%. you move in the fear yeah. because everything that I've heard you guys talk about since yeah. we've started this particular conversation, mm -hmm. I mean, Chad, like I said, from you going from being a Navy man to coming out to a ready-made family with not having a job and not knowing where you were going and mm -hmm. Amber, you being the strong-willed woman who I like working, this is what I do and mm -hmm. coming out to this better for my family to going halfway across you went halfway across the world by yourself with just your kids. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's scary. It's scary things you guys do. It's yeah. courageous things you guys do, mm -hmm. but it's, it's scary, but you don't let the fear stop you Yeah, because there's no way. And I mean, we've done it before, but yeah, it's not a pleasant conversation. I have to come to your wife and be like, you know what, babe, I know right now I'm the only one working. I know right now we have mm -hmm. kids in this lifestyle that we're accustomed to. Right. Like food, like food, <laughs> yeah. like electric, yeah. Um, but this job is not a fit for me anymore. Yeah, absolutely. And to have that courage and that faith to step out and be like, okay, God is telling me to walk this journey. I'm going to step out here. I have to believe that God has yeah. me. He wouldn't. He wouldn't have laid this on my heart if this is not what He wanted. Yeah. And then we go. And I think the and beauty. I I love that about you. I guys. think the beautiful part about it as well, and I think I hope the family hears is that you guys have a partnership. Right. And so you not only did you walk out on faith and take fear with you like a pocketbook, like, come on, fear, because I'm I'm gone, you know, but you have such a partnership that y'all believed in each other and y'all believe that you could do this thing together. Like you really believe, like you said, he's like, because when we talked about the first thing he said, well, how this happened was because of Amber. She did A, B, C, D. There was no other way right. to do she this laid it all out. had she not did this thing. Right. You know, and for you, she's saying, had I not did this thing, you wouldn't be able to do your thing and you have done it. And and kept your promise of what you would do for your family like kept his promise he said i will he said i got this and he has shown you that he has had it all the time that's a god thing because you guys did a partnership and say god we put you first right across everything we're going to put you first and then we're going to communicate and we're going to stay on track that what we're doing we want to do for our children the goal i, I tell everybody all the time i said in order for this to work you have to sit down and make a life design or what you want your life to look like. So if you're saying that your life design is to travel, then you should have an account for that. You should be saving for that. Don't do things that are not a part of your life design because it takes you out of order, right? I always tell people you have to, what you guys did was, 
had a life design. One thing we want to do is teach our children that this little bubble that you live in is not everything. That this little spot that there's more people who need, there's a whole big world out there. And you made room in your life design for that. So everything that you guys did was geared to that, right? You said, okay, life design, we're going to live off one paycheck. Okay, what we're going to do and break. And now everything that we do is to make sure that we continuously be able to use this, not only pay God first, but be able to live the lifestyle that we chose to live with this one income. You know what I'm saying? And so everything that I hear you guys saying is about a life design. You design this life for yourself. And you worked on this, you know, like it's like when you get a blueprint for your house, you be like, well, I want the living room to go over there. And you guys are saying, this is what I want for every part of my house. This is what I want for our lives. So now my question to you guys is, what's your design for your life? Because your kids are older now and they are leaving in three years, like you guys said. Are, what's your new life design? What what else can y'all conquer? Like wh- as a couple, like what else is there for you guys to conquer? Seriously, what else is there for you guys? Have you thought about it yet? Eventually, grandbabies, I hope. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you really can't conquer grandbabies. They gonna have to do that on their own. But it's nothing like it. I, know. <gasps> I got a feeling it's gonna be some mad parents though. I got a feeling you just gonna be taking the grandbabies. I already warned them. Like they're not even married yet, and I've already warned them. Yeah. I just, I just like, hey, up, up, up front. That's all. I'm just letting you. Yeah, know. just coming again. Just coming. Just don't. What we said is that we don't need no typers, no clothes, no stroller. We have, we got our own stuff. Just I give heard. me the baby. Just give me the baby. Just give me the baby. So we haven't talked too much about that. So I'm getting. So I'm like my perspective, right? So mm-hmm. I have. So Amber and I have never been alone together, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And we've been alone, but it's like you know, Lindsay's always been there, and I love Lindsay right. to death, man. Right. I mean, I loved her to death. Right. Um, but we've. We always had somebody there. It's always been a kid. Good and a ready-made house. Sister marriage, yeah. So for me, this is a whole new journey of of how to be married and not have children around. Right. I've never experienced that. Just like you never experienced having a baby, I never experienced that. So, so I'm actually reaching out to. So I always look at right. So I'm a. I like wisdom. I like either books or people that can breathe wisdom. So I've actually reached out to quite a few of of my right men friends who are like a decade older right. and have right. already gone through the, the transition to empty nesters. Right. right. So like, right. So I'm getting advice now. Cause uh, you know, it, if you can learn from somebody else and you don't always have to make the mistake yourself, exactly. now. you can still learn from somebody else and still make the mistake. But anyway, you try to make, right. If you can learn this, <laughs> exactly. it's better. So I'm, I've been reaching out there. Oh, what does that look like? Right. And how's that transition going and getting some different information. One, I'd love for her to be able to travel with me as, as I travel and work. Mm-hmm. But what I don't know and what I've always had this big thing on my heart is when this woman is set free because <laughs> she can put ordinance on target right right where she does not have to worry about shopping for all the everything in Three the house and all right that now. type of stuff i don't know what god has in store for her and how big of an impact she's gonna make yeah. right. on the planet so we can make these plans and i, yeah. I love to travel and i want to have you know learn how to be alone right but i just don't know what has god and i'm looking forward to it what does she conquer yeah. <laughs> in the next 20 years yeah that's right so, yeah do you so, see yourself possibly going back into the workforce once the kids are gone no god has put something on my heart but i'm not sure how it's going to get accomplished so okay. i'm kind of uh mm-hmm. still putting that together got you before it gets out there but um, it's it's gonna be quite the undertaking if if it comes to fruition. But yeah. God keeps like like keeping me up at night with it. Yeah. So then, it's, then it has to be done. The the one thing that I have Ooh. personally learned about you and your wonderful family over the years mm-hmm. of being around you and encountering you, mm-hmm. 
once you guys put your mind to something, oh my goodness, it's gonna happen. Oh my goodness. No matter what's the undertaking, From no the matter little what, baby yeah, to the oldest, no matter what it looks like, no matter how hard it is, once you put your mind to it, yeah. it's gonna happen. So I'm like chatting that aspect. I'm I'm excited and curious to see too, yeah, what that journey is gonna look like because whatever it is, it's gonna be huge. Yeah, it's just because of who you are. So I want to see myself. I'm excited to hear Chad's excitement for you. You picked up on that too, right? Yeah, I'm excited. He he, because when he says I'm 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 reaching out to people, so I know what to do. But my biggest excitement is when this is when this is when the kids are gone. What will my wife conquer? And he's excited for you. I'm excited that he's excited for you, Amber. Like that's this is the first time I've heard that. So that's I'm incredible. Curious. That's incredible. That is really really incredible. This is, this is what I love. Yeah. And I'm, get off topic just for a moment yeah 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 and i know you said earlier you know you you have your flaws or whatever we're all human we all human we all got no no one is perfect but i admire you Mm -hmm. as a husband and as a man especially after having this conversation yeah i have a whole new respect i thought i really love you but i love you more now i've always really love her i've always respected who you are (laughs) Um, I, i say this all the time i always gauge a man especially a married man by his family yeah and anytime i've ever encountered your family Mm -hmm. i can i always know they always know they love they always know they're protected they Mm -hmm. always i've never seen i've seen her upset but i've never seen her not full of joy Mm -hmm. and that comes from you but now that i've sat down and have this conversation i have a whole new respect because there's been a common theme out of everything we've talked about Mm -hmm. and it's always is my wife okay Mm -hmm. what do i have to do to make sure my wife is okay in whatever situation it is. If I gotta be the stay-at-home dad and, and she fulfills her dream, do you know what? I'm doing I'm just gonna tails. be the stay-at-home dad and I'm gonna <laughs> I'm learn how to do ponytails. I'm doing ponytails. <laughs> we do not wanna, that was fine. That was fine for a season. I'm not sure we wanna reverse that one again. <laughs> but it's just, it's what I've always heard and everything you've said, is, like I said, it's been an underlying theme mm-hmm. of what is best for my wife. Yeah, and just the love that you have for her, and the respect that you have for mm-hmm. her, and the admiration—it's—it's it's, you can hear it as you speak, and and like my wife said, mm-hmm. just the fact that you—and Amber said it's the first time she's heard it—but just the joy and the happiness of seeing what God is going to do through her yeah. in this next journey and season of her life—it's yeah. amazing. And I think sometimes that get lost with husbands because mm-hmm. we want to have this bravado, mm-hmm. and we want to live in this. I'm supposed to be, you said it earlier, I was supposed to be the man, so I'm supposed to do this. Mm-hmm. And understanding, yeah, but she does it better, so let her do it. Yeah, You know, and if more husbands would understand that, that it's not about the manhood, it's about the partnership. Yeah, Because the one thing I know, Amber is is a, a force to be reckoned with. Mm-hmm. My but girl. she respects you yeah. as her husband. And she trusts you. And she you. trusts you she as her husband. She trusts you. And the only reason she does that is because you made it possible for her to do Trust that. You, yeah. And so I just, I, like I said, this is just me. I've always respected you, but I just have a huge amount. Just yeah. I didn't think it was possible to respect you and admire you more than I did already, but yeah. I just wanted to say that. Yeah, it's amazing. I think that to see that she trusts you right and that she believes in you and what you said you're going to do and the fact that you trust her and was like i don't know what she do with the money to be honest because <laughs> she could be I like angela she could be embezzling i do not embezzle i swear my wife is embezzling the funds out here well there are some arguments on that one when i want to buy something she goes well you know 
we don't live extravagantly. You guys know, right? We, <laughs> right. we, we stay in the same house for 18 years that, yes. I, that we bought on a production supervisory side, uh -huh. right? right? So we didn't upscale the house, right? I drive a Honda Civic, right? Because right? it's paid for. My kids get in an accident. Yeah, I'm kind of okay with it, right? Yeah. I can replace it, right? So, right. so we don't, right? We don't live right, all that. Right, right. Which that allows that frugalness and everything else to intentionally allows us to take trips, exactly. right? So that's what when you're planning your life. That was that was intentional. Yeah, yeah. But, but uh, there are sometimes I'm like, I really want to buy that, and she's like, We can't afford that. I like, I know what I make. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't know I, how expensive your kids are. I just I, don't know where it all goes. Yes, like that's what you're like. Where did the money go? I feel you the same so way. you trust her with your finances, right? Yep. You get an allowance, and you can get whatever you no, want. No, I'm just saying though. But it's just it's. I don't know if it happens in your home, Chad, but in my home, it's like if I want to purchase something, oh, the money's not there to do it. But anytime she want to buy some miraculously, she's able to finagle the numbers and get whatever she wants. No, I'm trying to figure out where this money coming no. from. So I agree with that statement. What? I can, Wait. I can empathize with that. No. However, would you rather be right or maintain the relationship? No, I'm good with maintaining the relationship. <laughs> she say, no, I, I, I walk away. I mutter under my breath, but I walk away. No, it, this is a situation. We both get allowance. There's really nothing that I need. Like, I really feel like... You give me your allowance then. No. This that's, is stuff out here see, I this is the situation. He gets his allowance, maybe four days he good. He, for, I, I give him four days. Me, I, when my max allowance come, I still got money from the last allowance. So I can, when I really want something, I can go get it. Because I had to wait 29 days to get what I wanted. So now it's time to get it. I only like, get allowance once a month. Yes, but... Every 30 hold days. On to, we get the same allowance. The same amount of money. Amber, I know, money. I know, I know. Whatever. Yet here he is, and so for I always tell him, I said I don't need like it's like I, as I get older or as we because we really want I, we want to be minimalist, not but the practice of minimalism, not yeah. just the whole I'm only gonna wear a black shirt and he gonna wear yeah, a white uh, one and some jeans. I that is not where we're going house. with that. And I a, tiny, a house. tiny house, we're not doing all. that. We want to live well, but we do want to live where we don't have so much stuff. You know Agreed. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so we've been working on, like you said, being frugal, having the car. Our car, my car is paid for. We don't have to, you know, all those things. And so, but the allowance thing, when we started doing the allowance thing, was because of him because he's like, I never can get what I want. Because first, his allowance was twenty dollars. I'm just. Um, can we be honest? My allowance was ten dollars. It was twenty dollars. Chad, I'm gonna talk to you for a moment. It was twenty dollars. I was a grown man. Um, I was only allowed ten dollars. It was twenty, and it wasn't ten dollars a week. It was ten dollars a month. It was twenty dollars. And she told me that if I buy lunch with that ten dollars, I'm just gone. I ain't got no more money for the rest of the month. I had an issue with that. I was working fifty hours a week. I had an issue with only getting ten dollars a month. It was I'm just putting that out. I can see where that was an argument. Yeah, that it was, was twenty dollars. Yeah. And she keeps saying twenty dollars like that something. <laughs> it was twenty dollars. So we you bumped, give your kid twenty dollars. You bump, we bumped, anyway, we bumped anyway. our man what's up, but I don't feel like he has. I don't need anything i don't want anything right? right but he's right now he's into action figures and all this other stuff i got my so record collection his record collection figures. so it goes all fast. i got in life i ain't got nothing else so i'm just saying i ain't got nothing else i'm just saying you, you have got a beautiful wife that completes you I, she you. does she completes Complete. me thank you amber she's also a pain sometimes yeah, <laughs> absolutely. she absolutely completes yes, me but you complete it though you complete it complete it's a complete pain, pain. <laughs> it hurts but, when that rib goes back in doesn't it? Right, yes. especially when she broke it yes complete 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 unfortunately we'll get into that point in time though. yes but okay so time yeah we're wow we're getting to that time oh my goodness I want to be respectful of everyone's time yeah, and, i hate that we almost but so um, over. 
Yeah, I've enjoyed this. I've enjoyed this yeah. conversation. The one, there's a couple of different things you guys have said, mm-hmm. and and one thing you just said, Chad. Also, it's no matter how much money you make, mm-hmm. don't live above your means. Yeah. Oh heck yeah. Yeah. And and how? Because the question is, well, how do you do this? How do you travel? How do you? Because first of all, you make intentional decisions. Mm-hmm. You said that earlier. Mm-hmm. She make making deten- intentional decisions mm-hmm. about where your money's going, right. how you're handling your money, right. not living above your means. Mm-hmm. Just because you can afford the BMW, right. do you really need mm-hmm. the BMW? Mm-hmm. You know, is it you driving a BMW now with that three hundred, with that four hundred and five hundred dollar insurance, or do I get to take my family to Europe? To Europe, right? Yeah. Is, you know, you ask yourself those questions. Yeah, you, you, you. What I hear too is walking by faith, believing God, putting God first as well, making a plan for your family. Of course, plans can change, things can change. Of course, but at least you're being intentional yeah. on what you're trying to do. The best laid plans and, and, and mice and men. Exactly. So you're being intentional with that. Getting a great credit card that's going to give you the benefits that you need, right? Coupon because people still coupon. By the way. People still, I still coupon, not as much, but um, couponing and negotiate. See, I never thought about negotiating those things that you pay for. I one big thing is going down your account and make sure you're not paying for subscriptions that you don't even utilize, which a lot of people do. They pay That's for stuff true. they don't even use. That's saving money that could be going to something else as well, you know. So now, last because I, I know we got to end this. I just love it's talking okay. to you guys. How, are you teaching you guys your guys your children about money and finances and how to to do that? Are you I was guys just te- thinking about that. So Savannah <laughs> will, I mean, that child will squeeze a penny till I mean she is the <laughs> tightest out of all of them. Um, I, I I won't even tell you how much money she has saved over the summer working at Auto Bell with her tips. But let right. me tell you, that child she can say she, she rolling in it. She's okay. She's okay. She's okay. <laughs> Um, Dawson wanted a pair of shoes when we moved to the new house last year and we needed a bridge across the creek so I could get my four by four across. Right. And I was like, you're a teenager. I ain't buying you no $200 pair of shoes. You you got your own money. And he's like, how about I build you a bridge? And I'm like, I so he built us a bridge. <laughs> Before, I'm just saying he got a pair of shoes because yeah. he saved me thousands of dollars. No, and family, I need you to understand. <laughs> don't don't envision like a little stick. Cute little, little no, cute no, no, bridge. no. Don't envision that talking. at all. We talking about a bridge. I need you to go to whatever interstate you live by. <laughs> Look at the overpass. <laughs> And that's the type of bridge yeah, yeah, that yeah. this young man built for his mother in the backyard. Yeah. This is the kind of kids they gave birth to. Yeah. These, are the, these, these, these are these children. This is he needed. A, he needed a permit from the city. <laughs> the blueprints. He had to call some people to check what lines were buried. So understand what he did. Right. So he got his sneakers. He got his sneakers. So now, do you sit down with them and do you talk about that? Do you talk about like budgeting? Do you talk about Roth IRAs and and stocks and all that good stuff? Do you sit down because I know that people might think, oh, they're young. I think they're not too young to. I wish I could teach Pooh at three. He would be. You we can. would be together on this situation. You can. So actually, Chad started it whenever the kids were really little. Like, and we realized that three, four year olds, like you can't sweep or dust birth anything. We get right. that, but it was the concept of you have to work, and here you get your your allowance, whatever. 50 cents whatever it was that they would get a week and they had a box and they would have a tithe Mm -hmm. they had an investment and they had keep yeah and so even whenever they were really little and then when as they got older they ended up having you know like what at 10 they had like 100 bucks in their investment box or something and then so they went and they bought stock Mm -hmm. right they they got to make their own decisions of what's what do you like like do you want disney do you want coke do you want whatever too bad they didn't pick amazon (laughs) (laughs) i know but so they actually have their own investment accounts 
And they actually spend their money now to go into those investment accounts and buy additional stock. Or Dawson and Savannah now being 18 have both opened up their own IRAs. Because as soon as you get a W-2, you can open up an IRA. Yes, you can. So the first time they're W-2, do you want to open up an IRA? Because you can open up an IRA for the amount they were W-2 that year. So right off the bat, 16, get an IRA going. Because you have to teach them to get get it. One thing I would, um, we was trying, we're trying to get is a, a Roth IRA for Pooh, so he's going to work for us because that's the only way you can actually yeah. do it or whatever. Because he's like, he's like a little brand for yeah. um, Crenshaw Brandon Corner. Baxter, yeah. But to even then, we had to figure out how much do we need to save. Forget what his parents are doing, but how much do we have to save to put in to make sure that he has a certain amount that we thought he should have by the time he's 18 years old. And I think so for you guys to do it so young like that too, a lot of parents need to do that as well. That's why I was asking to tell parents to do that start doing that now to show them the possibilities you know do you still do the like book that. thing yes i love it ten dollars a book ten i love there's, it the tell, point them, now tell that people the family about that there's there's certain books like uh financial books it's like how to get ready for college building a better story brand whatever the book may be that we in chad and i have picked up on right and it's ten dollars a book and the kids are like at this point, they're like, I make more money doing whatever else. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of died. <laughs> but it's still out there. But it's still out there. But yeah, there for a while, like Savannah was reading A Golfer and a Millionaire yeah. when she was like eight. And her yeah. oldest could quote Zig Ziglar. Yes. Got to have them goals. Yes. Right. So you got to get them into self-improvement. Then, exactly. Right? You, right? How you are now is not how you need to be. Exactly. Think of it because you're going to be, you're going to get older and you need to be ready. Yeah. I, it's, <sighs> it's amazing. It's just, like I said, it's it's living a, a not living a, a fearless life, but it's mm-hmm. it's knowing how to operate in a fear, and I love yeah. it. And what you guys just said, and yes, reading Dr. Seuss is cool. I love, I still love That's one Dr. fish, blue fish, red fish, two Ooh, fish. I still go, love babe. that right That's there. That's wonderful, baby. But if you can incentivize your kids to read Zig Ziglar, to read, you know, uh, your your guy, what's your guy, um, Which the one? Rich Dad Poor Dad, Rich Dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. books like that at at a young age. That's I don't know I don't know about you guys I'm gonna talk about me Growing up We never talked about money Nope Never Growing up Mm-mm. We never talked about finances We never talked about How to save mm-hmm. And how to have your money Work for you And yeah. just not work for your money We never had those conversations Traveling the world You know we never Yeah You know we never had The the most I did growing up Because I'm from this area The mm-hmm. most I did was Go to South Carolina to go to a family reunion mm-hmm. you know that was that was it. camp thunderbird is camp thunderbird in charlotte but it's in north carolina okay it's so in north like carolina. okay so got it. still <laughs> got it yeah that was that was the that was the biggest thing for me going to camp thunderbird yeah, growing up yeah you know so the fact that we're able to do so that's why i love you guys because this is something that you've instilled in your kids and it's something you touched on earlier as well because i feel like the only way we can build bridges between each other mm-hmm. is to truly truly understand each other mm-hmm. and the only way you do that you have to understand somebody's culture right because one thing you said i love because you guys travel you don't go to like what's on the brochure mm-hmm. you go to the real yeah what the real people are doing like you said the hole in the walls what yeah. the real people are doing the people that live here that's the only way you're going to truly learn them and learn their culture and learn right. about them and that's the one thing I love about your kids, like you said, because your kids will sit down and have any yes, conversation with anybody <laughs> at any time. From little to big. From, Don't make a difference. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Doesn't and matter. it's because that's because of you guys, because A, you've never sheltered them when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's learn people, learn who they are, have mm-hmm. the conversations. Yeah. And that's things we need to do more with our kids. Yeah. You know, and don't wait till they're 18 and want right. to start have, trying to have a conversation it's with them. It's now. 
Yeah. Whatever age it is, it is now. Exactly. Like it you're saying, now. even with Pooh, like, it's, yeah. yeah, he's three and he can't sleep worth a flip, but he's learning. He's learning. Yeah. He's got to do chores. He's yes. learning that it, he gets something yeah. in return for putting in his investments at that yeah. age. Because we make him his little things and when he take out his toys, it's like, okay, now let's put those back. Exactly. Let's put those back. Thank you. I appreciate you. Love you much. All right, babe. We really We keep saying, okay, we got to stop. Okay. We really we, so good. Okay. So here's the thing that we do all the time, which you guys know as well, is what is your final thought to the family? Like what, if, what would be your final thought, Amber, to the family? What would you like them to know? Tips, trips, raising children, whatever. What would you like them to know? Start from day one. Don't be afraid to change. And no matter what, what comes up, whatever God puts in your heart, as much as I fight it, mm-hmm. you can still argue with God. God's big enough to take it, but you, you still got to act on it just preferably before the, you know, bottle of ibuprofen a week. Yeah. Yeah. It's usually the best time to do that. Before your hip get broken. Yeah. 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 Mr. Chair, how about you? So mine's to the uh, single earner out there, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're taking care of the family, right, part of your job is to get as good as you can at your chosen profession, your chosen right. career, or whatever that purpose is, mm-hmm. right? Because if you're, because part of that's got to be, you just got to run, you just got to run faster. If, you know, there's layoffs, there's closures, there's everything like that. But mm-hmm. if you make yourself right. as good as you can at yeah. your job, that is actually a family service because yeah. you could go through recessions and economic issues and still keep a job. And, and so just continue to improve yourself. Wow, I love, it. I love it. What about you, babe? Um, for me, I'm going to keep it real simple. <laughs> keep my final thought real simple. Didn't I tell you he say? never says that ever. <laughs> I told you he says it all the time. Why are you laughing, though? Chad, why are you timing me? <laughs> Put your stopwatch on. It does not matter how you start. Mm-hmm. It's it's the finish. Mm-hmm. Um, do not overlook meager beginnings mm-hmm. um, just because you may not earn what you think you should be earning does mm-hmm. not mean that you can't live a life that you're supposed to live yeah you just have to make better decisions when you do it yeah. everything that I've heard you guys say it's about intentional decisions mm-hmm. and you have to make intentional decisions if you want to travel you may not be able to do it today mm-hmm. but start planning for it tomorrow yeah and just make intentional decisions that's intentional. all like I said keep it simple Mm-hmm. What's your essay, babe? Because I know you got an essay. I don't have a. Whenever you she gets done, I got one more thing. <laughs> I don't have an essay. I'm going to be We'll go around Thank twice. We'll go around time. <laughs> we have a second what final what thought. A second final thought um, for me is just if you're in it together, be in it together. If you're in it together, be in it together and trust each other that you guys can do this, especially when you put God first. You, you can do this thing. You can do it. Okay, Amber, what's your second one? Okay, sorry. So <laughs> just for the family out there that, that thinks, that doesn't realize where we came from. Right. Like, I grew up on a farm. Mm-hmm. My dad was a farmer. He was a um, poor farmer, for that matter. And then he got a job and worked his way up in a bank. Right. And that's where I grew up. Right. So we had vegetables. We had acres of garden that Amber had to go out at seven o'clock in the morning. I hated summer vacation. <laughs> if we wanted chicken for dinner, guess who had to go outside and catch the chicken and chop the head off? Oh no. But that's how I grew up. Right. So it's not like going to the grocery store. You you got to go to the grocery store for soap. Right. right. <laughs> that was going to do it. Exactly. Right. And Chad actually at one point was homeless mm. with his family because right. his dad had had a stroke and lost his job. Wow. So, I mean, to see where we are then, like if we could go back and see, you know, let our kids see who we were when we were little versus where we are now, I think right. they would have an even bigger appreciation for as hard as we've worked to not put ourselves in a position where we could be homeless. I mean, right. granted, that can happen in a heartbeat, but right. like it's, it's, we've both come a long way. But not without a fight. But not it's without amazing. a fight. But not without a fight. 
I thoroughly <sighs> enjoy this thank time. Thank you, guys. Oh, guys, my thank gosh. you so much. Thank you for talking to the family. Yeah. Thank you for sitting down and having this conversation. Yeah. It's, it's been amazing. It's been great. Yeah, it's this been was, really This good. was your idea, Ben. I'm glad you did it. Yeah. You actually it, have good ideas my sometimes. My people, I always have good ideas. Thank you very much. Family. Yes. Thank you for listening, family. Thank you for yes, joining us. Yes, we love you guys However so much. However, you're listening, whether it's iTunes, whether it's Podbean, whether it's Spotify, whether it's Google Podcasts, whether it's Amazon Music, whether it's iHeartRadio on our own personal website at www.thecrenshawcorner.com, or if you're watching us on YouTube. <laughs> very good, baby. Thank you very thank much. Thank you, Amber. <laughs> if you're watching us on YouTube, please make sure you like. Mm-hmm. Subscribe, comment, share, yes. and click that notification Please button do. to be uh, updated on our newest episodes. You yeah, that right there. You okay? You I'm gonna, okay. You gonna make it? We're also an interactive podcast, which means we can be found on the socials. Mm-hmm. We're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, we're, we're on Twitter. Man, we tweet. All in the Crenshaw Corner. Yes, and of do. course, you can email us <laughs> at thecrenshawcorner at gmail.com. Once again, thecrenshawcorner at gmail.com. And as always, family. Welcome to our journey. We love you guys. Bye.